0: Welcome back to Nurse Talk, where laughter is the best medicine.
1: Welcome back to Nurse Talk, where laughter is the best medicine. I'm Casey Hobbs.
0: And I'm Shane Mason.
1: And we're two of the thousands of nurses on duty this very day. A few months ago, we were talking with the president of the Massachusetts Nurses Association, Donnie Kelly Williams. The topic was the Hospital Profit and Transparency Fairness Act something we desperately need but don't currently have. These Massachusetts nurses are ahead of the curve and working towards this legislation and hope to have it up sometime in June.
0: So let's take a look at that video clip and see what the nurses are doing for this important piece of legislation.
1: Welcome back to Nurse Talk. I'm Casey Hobbs along with my wonderful co-host Shane Mason and we are two of the thousands of nurses on duty
0: today. Casey, we may go down down in flames for beating the drum against large healthcare corporations, so putting be profits before patients, but as nurses, we have a soft spot in our heart for our patients. And when we see something that's counter to patients receiving the best care possible, well, we have to say something about it. That's so right, Shane. And when you look a little deeper than the public relations
1: campaigns of our major health care providers, you will see some very disturbing trends. Hospital CEOs making millions, while patients and communities served by those hospitals are being put at risk. Sadly, we now have a system of the haves and the have-nots that has resulted in a loss of essential services for entire communities, and which communities might those be? Those serving the poor and most vulnerable always.
0: Yeah. And our sister and brother nurses in Massachusetts are to the rescue with the introduction of legislation called the Hospital Profit Transparency and Fairness Act. The legislation would require hospitals to be transparent about their financial holdings and to limit and claw back excessive profits to ensure taxpayer dollars are dedicated exclusively to safe patient care and necessary services for all communities in the commonwealth.
1: I love the term claw back because that's kind of, you're going to have to claw it back out of their like hands. summer
0: camp, the claw. The claw.
1: Here with us is RN and president of the Massachusetts Nurses Association, mm-hmm. Donna Ke- Kelly Williams. Donna Kelly Williams is currently serving her third term as president of the Mass Nurses Association, NNU, a post she has held since 2009. Donna is a practicing maternity nurse at Cambridge Health Alliance just outside Boston, where she has worked for more than 30 years, and she has been an an active member and leader for the MNA for more than two decades. Donna, welcome back to Nurse Talk, and thanks so much for being with us today. Tell us about oh, the Oh, ho-
2: thanks. <laughs> Great to talk to both of you.
1: Nice to talk to you. And, of course, Donna, I can't go far without saying I love that accent.
0: Donna, I, I, I can never remember. Is MNA the group with Flavor Flav or the group with Ice Cube? <laughs> I always get it confused. <laughs> So tell us about the Hospital Profit Transparency and Fairness Act, please.
2: Well, uh, this is a ballot initiative that the Massachusetts nurses have put forward um, to get it on the ballot in November um, for a vote by all uh, voters of the Commonwealth. And what it will do is it will first require hospitals to be fully transparent about their revenues and financial holdings, including those revenues that are stashed in offshore accounts.
1: Oh, that's really good.
2: (laughs) It would also limit CEO compensation to be no more than 100 times the lowest paid employee. Oh, geez, only 100 times, Donna?
1: Boy, that's really going to cut them back, isn't it?
2: (laughs) Uh, Not so much in some areas, but a lot in other areas. And then the final part of that is to limit and claw back, as you said, excess profits to establish a fund to ensure taxpayer dollars are dedicated exclusively to the delivery of safe patient care and the necessary health care services for all of the communities in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts.
0: So what are they doing with that money now that would be going to the only guess.
2: we would really like to know, but uh, due to the lack of transparency, we can't always find that out. Yeah,
0: I'm sure.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure they're working with other hospitals just to... Make it harder. So it assesses a clawback penalty for any hospital that has a profit margin beyond 8%. I bet Correct. that's all the hospitals.
2: That's all of the hospitals.
1: And do you know what their percentage rate of profit is?
2: It's pretty significant. Um, but again, because of the lack of transparency, you can't really put a number on it.
1: Yes, here in California, they have decided that the PPACA has added a 2% cost, and that has translated to turning that over to the patients at a 16% cost. You know, so that's, Incredible. you know, yeah. and of course the PPACA, I always want to remind people, the Patient Protection Affordable Care Act, because we forget that patient protection part. That's really what we, Obama and that administration was all about, is trying to make it better for us.
2: Absolutely. And it's so critical for those areas where we're seeing care being diminished on a regular basis with closure of mental health facilities, detox facilities, pediatric units, and and many of the hospitals. Uh, We're seeing it all over. We
1: are. And in Massachusetts, were you not successful at getting one of the mental health hospitals to stay open? I thought they were trying to close one of your major facilities.
2: They were a Taunton State Hospital, um, and we were successful in keeping it open, not to the capacity that we would like, but at least to the ability to maintain a a number of beds at that facility that are critical.
0: Yeah, that's that's great. Do you mind explaining a little bit what's happening with these offshore accounts? I didn't realize the hospitals, I thought this was just the big banks and such, but hospitals are doing this as well? Well, they make enough money to do it.
2: Absolutely. Um what we're finding is that there are accounts in the Cayman Islands, um, and what we we don't know how much exactly is in there, um but we do want to find out about that. And what for whatever reason that it's there, whether it be legal or not legal, we feel that people whose tax dollars that are earmarked for health care have a right to know where their tax dollars are going. Especially
1: because most of these hospitals are listed as nonprofit which I just right. love that term, how, how they loosely they use that. So this also establishes a new fund called the Medicaid Reimbursement Enhancement Fund that will be administrated by the MA Health Policy Commission and funded by the clawbacks mentioned above. Can you talk about that?
2: Yes, definitely. Um, so once this fund is established... It is our hope at that point that the funding will be available to hospitals, especially disproportionate share hospitals that do serve the underserved, to be able to maintain those critical areas of um, care for patients that would otherwise not be able to access care.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about that a lot, about really long travel times where people have to drive hours to get certain services because services in their areas have been cut, uh, and it's, it's, it's not fair, and it's also not good for, for health outcomes.
1: And it's and, always the poor. You know, they start always in the area. They're trying to do that uh, here in the Bay Area and one of the hospitals that's in Richmond and trying to close it when there's no other hospital in the area that can serve that community, and I'm sure they do that in Massachusetts as well.
2: Unfortunately, they do. Um, we had a critical access hospital out in the western part of the state that was closed with three days notice, leaving mm. a community over, of over 36,000 people without access to health care without having to travel an addition hour, an hour or an hour and a half. Incredible, absolutely incredible that somebody could do that with, with a clear conscience and not be thinking of the welfare of the people that they have been entrusted to care for. Yes.
0: And you're giving one example, but Donna, we talk every week about the unlevel playing field in healthcare in our country. Why should people believe this and what can people do to try to help stop this?
2: There's a number of things people can do. In Massachusetts, for sure, you can sign that ballot initiative, um, petition that the nurses are out all over the state this weekend collecting signatures. Um, this is our second and final round. Um, We're hoping to have discussions with the legislature on how we can get this done in the legislature. But if not, we're ready to go to the voters. And uh, my impression of collecting signatures is people are 100% farthest. They want to know what's going on and they want to know why they can't get services at their local hospitals. why they're closing and where their tax dollars are going.
1: It's so important. And so the bill that you're supporting, House Bill 3844 Hospital Transparency Bill, um, talks about, so talk about that bill and what the nurses are doing to get it out there.
2: So first of all, as I said, we're in the second round of petition gathering. Um, We have a mandate to get um, over 10,000, 11,000, I'm sorry, more signatures for this round to get it onto the ballot. And the first round was we were able to collect and had to over 100,000 signatures. So the word is out there. People are becoming uh, more familiar with the terminology and uh, and have a better understanding of what our intent is, which is to make sure that when people need care that it's available to them.
1: And do you yourself, do the nurses go out there? Are you all collecting the signatures?
2: Oh, yes. It's the nurses themselves that are out there That's collecting great. signatures in front of grocery stores and in front of um, BJ's and Costco and at graduations and cookouts. Wherever we can find people, we're there with our petitions, and we're asking people to sign on and support us.
1: I love that. The nurses are doing a grassroots campaign and working through the legislator legislative process to help patients, that's, uh, you know, that's
2: absolutely. W-
1: it's so wonderful that uh, we work to do that. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners, Donna?
2: Well, at the same time, um, we're working on the Hospital Transparency and CNS Act. We also have the Patient Safety Act, mm. which would set a safe limit to the number of patients that are assigned to a registered nurse at one time, very similar to what you already have in California. Currently in Massachusetts, there is no law. There is no regulation of the number of patients assigned to a registered nurse. So you don't know when you go into the hospital how many other patients you're sharing your nurse with.
0: So these are our
2: two valid initiatives um, that we're we're pushing hand in hand, um, and our nurses are out there right now collecting signatures.
0: All right. Thanks so much. We've been talking with RN and president of Massachusetts Nurses Association, Donna Kelly Williams. Donna, thank you for being with us and thank you for 30 years of being a great nurse and a nurse leader. So that was our interview from a couple months ago with Donna Kelly Williams about the Hospital Profit and Transparity Fairness Act, an important piece of legislation. And, Casey, uh, what do you think is going to through? I
1: really hope they get this through because right now, as we talked earlier in the show about hospitals making huge profits, most people aren't aware that hospitals are making in the millions and billions of dollars at the same time they're talking about cutting services because Obamacare has made things so difficult for them. So we want people to be aware of how much hospitals are making and you can do that. It's kind of hard to find I have to say because we went here in Marin County to look up what all the hospitals were making what their profit margins are it's hard information to find and that's done by design so that you don't know um, how much your local hospital is making but suffice it to say there are no mom and pop hospital chains anymore these are big corporations and they're not looking out for you and me ladies and gentlemen they're looking out for their bottom line